Hey, welcome back. This is Terry Jordan Adams with Suited by the Deck Collector, and we are here for another episode. Now, before we get started, I just want to let you know I am getting my vehicle washed. Um, I ran my cars out, and I'm in the, the inside of the store. <laughs> so you're going to hear a lot of ding-ding, you're going to hear some music or whatever, but you know what? Let's just keep it real. Anyway, um, I have to tell you, I have been running errands and taking care of things today and um, in my other vehicle, my purse tipped out. And so I used my, my earbuds to record the videos. Well, <laughs> I only have one earbud in, so if it sounds crazy, plus all the background noise, I am so sorry. Anyway, but um, today's episode, I wanna talk about um, when you're sued by the debt collector, why it's so important when, when they give you that uh, paperwork, do not call them. And the reason for that is because if you call the, the debt collector when they have uh, filed a lawsuit against you, you know, they're gonna speed up the process on you. If they haven't served you yet, and they know that you're communicating with them because they've, they've got you intimidated or what, what have you, they're going to speed up the process for you, on you. And so we want to make sure that we have um, as much time on our side as possible so that you can um, answer your lawsuit appropriately. We don't just answer lawsuits. Answering lawsuits, responding to your lawsuit, will get you out of a default judgment if you do it on time. But what we do is we craft the um, answers so well that it not only um, alleviates the um, opportunity for them to get a default judgment, but your case can get dismissed because then they have to defend themselves against the things that you've said in your claims. And what we focus on, focus on is discrediting them, okay? Got a ding ding going on. Anyway, so um, I got a phone call today and um, I was speaking to a, a lady and um, as we continued on in the conversation, she was just sharing with me um, who was suing her? It was Midland Funding. But then on top of it being Midland Funding, they bought it from LVNB. And then on top of it being LVNB, they bought it from somebody else. And at the end of our conversation, there were four debt buyers that had purchased that particular account. So immediately I said, hey, you know, make sure you check um, when they're saying you were in default. I said, here we've got a chain of title issues. So they're telling you that they bought this debt, but who the heck did they buy it from? And so then she began to tell me all of these different people. And what I, I realized is, you know what? They're not gonna be able to prove the title ship of that account. They're not gonna be able to because it's been sold too many times. And in order for them to do that, they're gonna to have to go back to the prior person and then uh, the prior company. And then the prior company is gonna to have to go to the prior company. And that prior company is gonna to have to go to that prior company and then to the original lender. Well, there's not enough money in what they spent in order to make it worth their while to do that. And so what I was sharing with her is that you wanna make sure, one, that you know who's suing you, two, if they have a right to sue you, and three, make sure you know when they're saying that um, you were in default and when the last payment was, you want to recognize um, what that date is because it could be past the statute of limitations, especially if we're talking about 
if it's being sold repeatedly, especially to debt buyers, debt buyer to the next debt buyer, to the next debt buyer, to the next debt buyer. So you want to make sure you do that. But before all of that, make sure you don't call them. You need to evaluate your own position because what's going to happen is you call them in a panic. They anticipate that. They expect that because that's when they're going to take advantage of you. Okay? And what I teach is how we stop them from taking advantage of us. That's just not an option for us. So, um, with that being said, I was um, talking with her and they were telling her, mind you, this has been sold four times, but they were telling her, well, you'll have to put a thousand down and then pay 400 a month. Well, her husband had lost his job during the pandemic and they, they he was out of work for like six months. And going through all of that, then you want, um, he just got back to work and you want somebody to pay a thousand dollars down plus $400 a month. That's a lot of money for anybody. Okay. But what happened was they caught them in a place where they were scared and it, it was causing them to make rash decisions. And as I explained to her, they are not your friend. Okay. Don't ever forget that. They are not your friend. Friend. And as long as you keep that in mind, you'll understand that when you talk to them, their agenda is to um, serve themselves and not you. So, and furthermore, what I explained to her, I said, hey, you know, what they're doing is they're trying to get money from you so that they can extend the statute of limitations. What does that mean? That means if you pay one dollar if you pay $1, then it starts the process over. So in California, um, if a debt collection, um, if they have not sued you within four years of your last payment, then the statute of limitations, you know, expires. Then, you know, they cannot sue you or rightfully, they should not be suing you. If you don't identify it or recognize it, then they're going to, you know, let it fly below radar. But they have four years to sue you. But if you make one payment to them, immediately it starts your clock over and you've got four years to go. So I just kind of wanted to touch bases on, you know, if, if you receive a debt collection lawsuit, the first thing they're going to do is they are going to try to manipulate you into calling them so that they can make some type of payment arrangement. But let's not forget, they've already sued you. And in my opinion, don't allow your outcome to be subject to whether you pay them or they get a default judgment because that's what they're going to go for and what i was sharing with her is if if you can respond and you respond well and you respond on time that will give you enough time to see what your options are okay so it's not over just because you challenge the lawsuit you can go the gamut you know so let's say two days before trial and you could still work out a settlement if that's something you choose to do but if your answer is crafted well they're going to drop out they're going to be the high school dropout so anyway um this is terry jordan adams i know there's a lot of dinging there's a lot of music and i thank you so much for being here with me but um this is suit by the debt collector the podcast and if you're watching on youtube thank you so much for watching on youtube and if you have any questions or whatever be sure to visit our um, 
our website at suedbythedebtcollector.com, and um, we will see you in the next episode. Bye.